Suck my dick. All right. Uh, welcome back. Once again, put it on record. Me, DJ Byrne, Ricio, Don't Fred is not with us. Um, she's a busy lady, you know. Shout out to her. Officially an uh, Ohio State Buckeye. So shout out to her. I think, um, I don't know if I should be telling this, but I, I think she's majoring in journalism. Is she uh, really? She never told me. So, ooh, I'm excited. She said something about uh, there was a problem with getting into the school of journalism or something. And when she said journalism, I was like, I thought you were like a psych major or something. But, you know, that's cool. You know, whatever. <laughs> whatever works. So we're back. I do want to say thank you to all the people that uh, subscribed and listened. Yes, uh, we have- thank you. We officially announced and promoted the podcast last week, and we've uh, had dozens and dozens of people reach out and chime in and tell us what they liked and, um, you know, really break down the episodes. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, I, I'm i just satisfied if at least one person gets something from each episode. So to know that more than one person listens is great. And really... Um, I think I can't remember how long ago it was, but either Sam or Malcolm or both hosted a DJ forum live podcast type thing at a hookah bar like man three years ago or so. And it was me, it was Tron, shout out to Tron, follow him on uh, Twitch. And there was another DJ, but there's other DJs in the crowd. And I really enjoyed having DJ conversations. So I really enjoy having these conversations, uh, with Recio and with Don't Fret. We don't really talk about DJing um, uh, live unless we're like about to do a gig or leaving a gig or at a gig. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the guests we're going to have in the future, which next week we have a very special guest. I'm very excited. Yes, we do. Um, so be, just, just being able to talk about DJing is cool to me. Um, and especially talking about it to people with different levels of experience because – this is something we talked about at work uh, at my actual job uh, is that the, the best education you can have is different perspectives because there's, there's no, when there's more than one way to do something, you want to be able to get all the perspectives. And so, and kind of combine them and, and take pieces from each one and make them your own. So whether you just started DJing or you've been DJing for 30 years, I feel like I can learn something from you. Um, all these years standing next to other great DJs, like, I would look over their shoulder and be like, oh, that's how you do that. I didn't know right. you did it that way. Because I always did X, Y, Z, and you, you do A, B, C, and it's way less steps. So, yeah. Right. So, <laughs> that's why I like having these conversations. Hopefully, there's DJs out there that are listening that learn something. Um, I actually, funny story. So, over the summer, I ran into this guy. And he was, like, talking my ear off all night at our bar. And he was like, oh, I've always thought about DJing, blah, 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 blah. And he DM'd me this week, and he was like, hey, I just wanted to, like, circle back with you. I know I haven't, like, talked to you since I've seen you, but I bought a controller, and I'm going to Orange, uh, I'm going to Orange Soda on Friday, so I hope to see you. And I was like, boy, do I have a great resource for you. There's this podcast that you can listen to. That's what's up. Um, we're probably going to talk about this uh, next week, but I hope you ain't just trying to beat. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, you know, wow. And, and I, 
say this because I and I just forgot that he's probably listening to this episode. But no, um, I I think that's a problem because as a man, I have that problem sometimes where it's like, oh, show me how to do this. I'm like, you don't want to DJ, so you, you can't come to. over. No, you can't come over mm-hmm. and play with nothing. So, and I'm sure as a woman, you probably get it all the time. But like I said, we're saving that for next week because I'm sure it happens all the time. Um, but if, if you're buying a controller, shout out to him. Um, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Make sure you like, subscribe, <laughs> leave a review, leave five stars. You're about to despite... leave one star and be right. like, Burn is a terrible person. <laughs> Don't be a hater. Uh, no, but no. Uh, yeah, if it, buying a controller is the first step. Because, or buying equipment, period. Controller, turntable, yeah. whatever. That's yeah. the first step. Because until you invest some money in it, I feel like you're not really serious about it. That's true. So, um... I meant to, I don't know if I ever asked you this. I definitely didn't ask Don't Forget This. Uh, did we talk about our favorite gigs? Yes, we did. We uh, talked about uh, it the second episode. Okay, because uh, I know, we, oh yeah, we sure did, because uh, somebody hit me up and uh, asked me about L.A., and I was telling, like, I showed them the pictures, like, I don't really lived a lot of lives. Uh, but you yeah, have. so, I, um, it, it was like pre-beard and post-beard. It was two different lives, too. No, but I, um, I know we talk about our worst gigs, and I, I would just focus on the negative. But yeah, so let's get right into it. Um, I was thinking about this earlier because Orange Soda is Friday. You can find all three of us at Orange Soda with DJ Leak. So make sure you get your tickets www.theorangesoda.com. Uh, I was thinking about eras of music, and what's your favorite era of music to play, and why? Favorite era, favorite genre from that era. So, I think the era that, like, gets the most reaction is probably 2000s R&B. Like, people love to sing that. But my personal favorite to, like, play, because, like, if you know, you know, is, like, it's personally, like, 80s. Like, 80s R&B, 80s, like, kind of funk, soul, because you got the synthesizers. It's just, like, a great era for me. And that's, like, what I grew up on. Because, you know, my immigrant dad had, like, the huge stereo that sounded like a transformer when you turned it on. So, like, Mm. that's what I grew up on. And I love to hear it. I love when I see somebody else knows that music and they can enjoy it. Not that I'm necessarily going to play it all night. But, like, you know, you can sneak in a little SOS band every now and then. Yeah. No, uh, for sure. I I totally agree. Well, I definitely agree that 2000s R&B um is very popular right now it was 90s r&b but i think as you know people get time goes on people advance Mm -hmm. the timeline a little bit i also read an article today about uh the 90s was not the golden era of music it was actually the 2000s and i kind of agree um but i want to say yeah uh (laughs) i do want to say my favorite era is a 70s funk and soul just because it it is always upbeat it's real like groovy you know got great bass lines it's all feel good music and there's so much to pull from and i think uh that music is more universally loved as well as opposed to like current music because you know like some music is shooting and killing and all that shit and people don't want to hear that but i feel like everybody likes um frankie beverly and Maze, mm-hmm. or you know like um earth wind and fire stuff like that you know mm-hmm. So I really enjoy those genres, uh, but we're definitely going to 
talk about uh, 2000 hip hop and R&B. This Friday, once again, Orange Soda. I'm gonna say that a couple times. Uh, what do you got planned? What song are you opening up with? Oh, I was working on this earlier, and I have two things in mind. One is really safe. The other can go really good or really bad. And I'm struggling right now because, you know, like our favorite site to pull music from is like down. Oh, yes. It's down. I meant to tell it's you that. Been down. It's been down for a little while. And so when I started to go to like re-pull music that like I had in my head but hadn't necessarily put in my Serato, I went and I got like this message today and it was like, the servers are down. We'll be free soon. You know, like stuff like that. And I was like, oh, damn. Um, So... The issue with the other song, the song that's kind of a little bit more riskier to open with, is it's such a high BPM to start with. It's like 114. And I usually start like 80s because it's easier to go up and down. So starting so fast, I'm like, well, that's also like really high energy. So I don't know if I could keep that up the whole time, especially because I'm opening. Like, I don't know if that's even the move that I want to really make. So... TBD, working through it, um, but it should be fun. I hope it's good. Um, I will say a couple of things. One, I just checked the site; it's up. Um, it came right up, and it I didn't thought, have the like, little message. It didn't have like the little. Oh, I I I, I closed right out of that, oh. <laughs> and then it had behind it the song I was searching for last, but. Yeah. Um, I thought it was just a rap one. Whenever I see a site's down, I'm like, oh, it's a rap. They, they That's what over. I thought. I was kind of like, oh, dang. Let me, I'll go back and check the message. But I will say, here's one of those free game tips for everybody out there. You usually want to start with higher BPM songs. Do you know why? I think I told you why. No, please, share. Uh, when people first get to a venue or a function or whatever, you play upbeat music to get them, like, energize and mm-hmm. get them to the bar and get them to drink and all that you don't want to like like just imagine you walk into a venue at 10 a, and at 10 p.m they playing slow jams <laughs> like so you kind of want to start fast and end slow that's mm-hmm. always what i've been taught though i'm, I'm sure there's exceptions to that but mm-hmm. i would definitely re- recommend starting with a higher bpm but as the opener well i also saw in the event that the doors open at nine but the show didn't start till 10 so I imagine there might actually be people there. But what I was going to say was, ain't anybody going to be there anyway? Play what you want. <laughs> um, but how do you – this is actually – we're going to skip ahead one topic. Okay. So it's kind of in line with playing new music, but how do you um, – you said play it safe. Mm-hmm. What do you do when you do want to go out on a limb? and uh, like, like how, how do you prepare for that? I sandwich it. I sandwich it in between two songs that I know will work. And so that way, like, if it's a song that is really risky and it's a song that maybe I'm the only person that actually enjoys this song, but I really want to play it, I can, I have something in my head and prepared to transition out of in case people look at me with, like, a stank face because I'm playing it. Like, what the hell is this? So... That's how I always do it. And I kind of like prepare different routes in my head. Like if this works, then I can go here. And if it doesn't work, I'm making a hard right and going back to what I was doing before. 
That is sounds like something I told you. So I'm glad you retain <laughs> that. But I can't take credit for that. I want to say if I knew who told me that, like it was always something I, I like I did in my head, but somebody actually verbalized it. Like if you try to play new songs, play a banger before and a banger after it. That way you just you know mix in a good song. If you mix it with a good song, if it's an unfamiliar song, people are still gonna vibe to it. I think it was mm-hmm. DJ Mr. King, but I can't remember who told me that. But that's definitely a great idea uh, as far as how to, uh, you know, venture out and just, you know, test the waters. It's really hard. Um, oh, let me go back to one other thing. Scully's has Wi-Fi, and it's Ooh, good Wi-Fi. Okay, that might save us. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, now, if, if we go there on Friday and it don't work, this will be the first time I've been to Scully's and it didn't work. Mm, okay. So, um, but anyways, uh, playing new music. Um I think it's it, it, you can definitely do it. Well, it depends on the venue. Um, sometimes some new music. I'm not talking about the new Drake, because I or the new Beyonce. Everybody want to hear that. You I'm know, talking a about, song I was really afraid to play what? because I wasn't sure if I was just standing or if like it was a decent song. Have Mercy by Chloe. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if the girls really liked it because there's a lot of talk about like Chloe and her quote-unquote, over-sexualization and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I don't know if this is about to work. But it went off, and I was really happy about it. But I was so scared because I was like, they're going to be like, this bitch, what is she playing? But it worked. We'll see. That's where the sandwich comes in because, as you may or may not know, I know the people out there listening don't know this. That song's 130 BPM. A lot of songs are 130 BPM. So you can come right up out of that. Like, let me go ahead and get something else. Um... You said the song did work? It did. It did. I feel like I've seen Do It get way better response than Have Mercy. Yeah, it does. It does. I'm trying to think, what did I mix it with? I don't remember what I played before it, but it went off, and then I got on the mic, and then I played Way Too Sexy after that. Where you get on the mic at? It was at our bar. It was it was my flu game. Remember? Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Got you. Um, I don't want to talk about the song too much because this is not a music podcast. But I guess um, I think they're really trying to force that on her. The record label is. Um, did you listen to the song that she did with Gunna? Uh, I skipped right over that because uh, when I heard the sample, I was like, "You ain't about to do John B like this." It was terrible. He shouldn't have sang. She shouldn't have sang. They shouldn't have sang together. It was awful. It was lazy, in my opinion, because it was all the sample. They thought it was a uh, Rihanna, Chris Brown, nobody's business, and it wasn't. It was not. <laughs> nah, was not it? yet. When I heard that weak John B. sample, I skipped. Right? Like I, I haven't heard it. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go back and check it out though. But yeah, so um, here's a big pet peeve of mine. And DJs, listen up. Let me let me speak directly into the mic. If you get on Twitter or Instagram and say, hey, what's the new hot song or what y'all want to hear at XYZ Party, you might as well stay the fuck home. Like, you're supposed to be the DJ. You're supposed to be, te- you're supposed to be the curator tonight. You're supposed to be the one telling us, like, what's hot, what's not. You listen to new music. You tell us what's hot. If you're on social media looking for songs, you are being super lazy. And that's not to say... That's, this is a separate conversation from taking requests. This is somebody literally getting on there and say, 
oh, what y'all feeling tonight? Because you don't want to go do the research yourself. That's terrible. So when terrible. I was looking at the notes, I thought you were going a whole different direction with this. So that's funny. <laughs> no. I've seen this, and this is not something. Well, I saw it recently, um, and the person that did it wasn't a DJ. But he needs to stop hiring bum ass DJs. But no, I've seen this f- for for the duration of Twitter since two thousand nine when I got on. From now, I've seen certain people, certain DJs, be like, uh, "What y'all trying to hear this this weekend? Uh, what's hot on that new X Y Z album?" And I'm like. So what are you here to do then? Like, if you can't tell me what what music is good, you can't tell me what records work. Um, you ain't really, really DJing like that because you ain't really doing nothing on the equipment. So what are you here for? Yeah, like, like that's how, that's like part of the grind is like going through new albums, and you know, like it's pretty easy to like pull out like what the hit singles are going to be. But also pulling out like the hidden gems on it and like keeping that in your back pocket to pull out. That's lazy. I didn't even know that was a thing. So like, yeah, so let's say Drake album, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like as soon as you like, well, first of all, when I hear a new album, and this is not really on the list, but this, this is a good conversation. When I hear a new album, first thing I do, boom, pull up Serato, boom, pull up title, throw it in, the, uh, mm-hmm. throw it in there and see what the BPM for everything is. So I know where we're going. Now, I listen to the songs, and I'll be like, well, what to work with this? What to work with that? And it's obvious what the singles are. But I'm thinking, like, what on here is not a single that I can play? And, that, and that's how I got to Erase My Mind. Mm-hmm. And I played that in our bar, and you would think I was playing Can We Talk. They, <laughs> I didn't even know the words, and people in there were singing the words. I'm like, this song just came out. So right. definitely got to take risk as a DJ. Don't just ask. Don't go, go on social media now. Or I mean, better yet, if you need help with what the the hot songs are, go tell go me. For it. Go, <laughs> go like there are so many places you can go to find music outside yes. of having people do the work for you on social media. That's crazy. That really just blew my mind. Here's a here's a free one once again for you DJs that need assistance. Um, and let me rewind and say I don't want everything on here to be negative, <laughs> but so. <laughs> I'm only talking about the DJs that think they're good, but they do shit like this. If you obviously are here listening to this podcast because you don't know what to do, I'm not talking to you. Like, you know, you're here for guidance, your information. I appreciate that. But if you're out there and you, like, think you hot shit, but you got to, you know, source the crowd for the songs, then what is you doing? But here's a tip for you. Go to title. Go to the playlist. Scroll they to the bottom. good playlists. Tile has a and they do the playlist. work for you because they'll have the playlist and then they'll have suggested tracks on top of it. And you know what I do all the time? And at first I thought it was stupid because I was like, "There's no way this is gonna work." I do their daily discovery. They make a playlist every day for me that is like based off of what I have been listening to, and it it's pretty spot on. I have to play with it some more to kind of get out of what it is that I just listened to and what I'm looking for. Um, but it's it's good. You know, I thought you were gonna say something that me, you, and I know don't fret that does is play a song on title and click on track radio. Oh, absolutely! There's <laughs> <laughs> so many gems. It's like, and see, this is all you gotta do. You know, so don't. I'm just saying, don't get on Twitter or or Facebook or Instagram story like what y'all trying to hear this weekend. Like, no, what you trying to play? How about that? Make it till you make it. 
<laughs> and like I said, if you, if you if you don't know what to play, just tell me. I'll talk to those whoever booked you and tell them to give me the money, and I'll show up. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Um, but definitely play new music. Um, this is a longer conversation for another day, but I've always said that there are certain crowds that don't want to hear new music. They only want to hear what they know. But we need to change that as DJs. We need to you need to get on the mic and be like, I know you ain't never heard this before, but it's about to be a favorite song. I'm the and captain now. Right. Like, 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 just follow me. That's what I say all the time. Follow me. Watch me. Take my lead. And also, <laughs> go back and play them, um, them album cuts, the classic album cuts. Like, And I say this because Drake Come Through works in almost every setting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people don't really give that the burn that it deserves. Um uh, what was the name? uh? Woo, Rihanna. Like I feel like these are songs that don't really get the burn. Of it. But but I mean, y'all don't really play R&B like that anyway. So I know you're not talking. This is a whole nother debate about <laughs> whether or not you actually love R&B. We'll table this. Me? Yeah. You Listen, you know, you know, I love, oh, and we talk so much about title. I do have to give a small shout out to Apple Music. The Brown Sugar playlist is always fire. Brown Sugar playlist be having stuff like Lucky. That Day feels very there. pandering. I don't know if I like that. I mean, it's, it just depends on who, who put it together. As long as it wasn't um, Tim Cook, nah. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So speaking of new music, uh, we'll, we'll, let's get right to it. Oh no, I skipped one. <laughs> um, working with hosts. So um, this is you have another... way more experience at this than me. I have never worked with a host, but uh, I've seen good and bad hosts as a attendee. I'm I'm glad you said that. What makes a good host and a bad host as an attendee in your eyes? I cannot stand when a host is talking the whole time. And there was one particular event that I had I opened for you. Well, it's kind of like a actually let me not get specific. I opened for you and then you were playing for a little bit and then the host came. And then the host just like was talking the whole time, and at several points was like looking at your screen to see what you were playing next, and was saying like, "Oh yeah, he about to play blah 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 blah." And I was like, "Why would you do that? Why would you ruin that?" Oh, that made me so mad. But just in general, like I don't like hosts that talk too much, and. You know, there's a thin line between having fun and being um, derogatory. So, you know, I, some hosts told that line very closely, and some are habitual line steppers. <laughs> so, I will say I agree with you 100%. Don't talk the whole time. You're there to ad lib and to accent. Um, some hosts, like I let, like when it's certain songs, I, I like to let the crowd sing. Let them sing. Mm-hmm. You, when I cut the music, you ain't got to jump on the mic and sing. Let them sing. Um, not being vulgar uh, to a certain extent. Because, I mean, we we grown, but, mm-hmm. like, we, we all professional, too. Like, have some respect, you know. Because sometimes um, they be pulling, a, a, I don't, what's his real name? Jonathan, the baby. Like, oh, you yeah. can say, like, are you here to have a good time? You ain't got to yeah. say if you was blankety blank 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 out in the parking lot yeah some people um <laughs> I, that still blows my mind like i swear if i ever got a million dollars i'm not gonna fumble the bag <laughs> like <laughs> y'all just gotta know what this is. Well, anyways um 
I brought this whole topic up because of exactly what you said. I don't mind somebody coming looking to see what song I'm about to play next, but like if I'm playing, um, uh, if I'm playing something in Twerkulator is next, don't be, don't jump on the mic, but Twerkulator, the song not even on yet. Let me play the song. It's supposed to be a surprise. You're you're robbing the DJ of that 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 moment of surprise and delight when you're telling them what's coming next. Um. And volume is important too. Like, uh, uh, like, first of all, I'm the DJ, you the host. Mm-hmm. People here for the music first. Mm-hmm. I like the mic shouldn't be louder than the music. It should, it should be a there's a thin line. So I did want to say shout out to uh, all the hosts out there. Um, hosting has become like the new DJ. Like, like some people mm-hmm. just do it because uh, it's cool to do, and they ain't gotta carry no equipment. Um, but Dang, I picked the, the wrong career. Yeah, all you gotta do, like, <laughs> if I could do this all over, I'd definitely be a, a photographer because that that that's light. You just walk around with a camera. You ain't gonna walk around with turntables. No. Um, shout out to uh, Marlon's a great host. Like yeah. that, that, that's my go-to. Um, he knows exactly where to go. We have good mm-hmm. chemistry. Um, Lonzo is a, is a, uh, is a good host too. Zo. Mm-hmm. Um, he. We haven't worked a lot together, but the few times we have, it, like it's been good chemistry. That's how I know he's a good host because we ain't got to work together a lot. Um, and shout out to Juice. Juice will be stepping that uh, vulgar line a little bit. He be <laughs> he be habitual line stepping, but he's a good host and he know what he's doing. Um, if I didn't shout you out, it's because you're not on that list. Down me, I don't love Lame, you. Lame, carny, boo, boo, throwing tomatoes. I'm throwing tomatoes. Now, I mean, I don't love you, but uh, that just means that um, you probably could take something from this conversation and this feedback that I'm giving um, to be a better host, if that's what you want to do. And this is coming from somebody that talks on the mic, but I can tell you that I am not good at it. I get by. That's why Marlon talks, because I don't want to. Like, I do it when I need to, because if I don't say my name, nobody else is going to. Is that your inspirational quote for today? And, um... Yes, and <laughs> another easy host tip that I think every host knows is that people feel good when you shout their name out when they walk into the club. And the problem is I don't be knowing a lot of people's names. Like, I know where I know you from, but I don't want – so I don't want to leave nobody out. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, oh, I see you. Or I'll be like, you know, green shirt, I see you. But <laughs> if it's somebody I know, I don't want to leave them out. So – Hosts, yeah. Hosts can be a great addition to the party when it's the right chemistry. And one last thing. You the host, you're not the DJ. Please don't be requesting those songs. Like, I know what I'm doing. That would actually piss me off to no end. You know, uh, there's a certain somebody, that if they listen to this podcast, I hope it's not the wrong delivery for this. There's a certain somebody that does it all the time. And I don't want to speak for Don't Fret because she's not here, but she cannot stand it. There was one time, this may have been recent, I don't know. She was like, I know you fucking lying because somebody came up and, like, they kind of, like, they was making recommendations on what to play. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure, man. I'll, I'll do whatever. Um, but, yeah, she was upset about it. Um, which which I get it because it's like, like, I'm not taking requests from nobody, but, that, like, you should know better because you the yeah. host. But, yeah. I say all that to say, like, like host can be a great addition, and I hope uh, if you're a host, 
um, you take this feedback and you uh, run with it. You know, because that's how, <laughs> not to get all pawpaw on y'all, but that's how rap started. Rap didn't start with the rapper. It started with the DJ and the breakers. And the, the MC came up and hyped the DJ up, hyped the crowd up. And then it turned into the MC having their own rhymes. But it's a, it's a pillar, it's a foundation of hip-hop. And it's definitely a talent that you need to work on um, and then perfect. So shout out to the hosts. Um, back to the music, though. We're going to go back to our reoccurring segment, uh, Put Us On, the song of the moment. Uh, I'm going to let you go first because I don't know what I have this week. Yeah. So mine isn't a, a – so it's not a new song. It is because I was watching yet another trailer for Janet Jackson's documentary, and I feel like she deserves her flowers and an anticipation for her documentary. Um, I want to play, or I think you should play, or listen to if you haven't in a while, All For You by Janet Jackson. Mm. That is a bop. The video is amazing. It's very of its time, but still goes off, and I love it, and I love her. She's a living legend of our time, and we stand. We're going to get back to uh, Janet in a second, because um, I got a funny story, okay. but definitely a great song. Um, my, let me let me look at what I've been listening to lately, because like I said, I don't know if I have one. A lot of the stuff I'll be listening to, don't be new stuff. Um, oh, you know what? This is actually a mini topic, but this song, um, is an older, I mean, it's not a new song. Y'all have all probably heard it before, but it just hit me. Uh, Still Your Best by Giveon. Um, (laughs) I don't, you know, no shot to any of my exes, but it's a great song. And um, me and my fiance were talking about our engagement party and how um, R and B music today is all bitter or brokenhearted or I saw you um, tweet about this right or, or like a sneaky link or whatever and there's no like people ain't in love no more unfortunately so we were talking about at our engagement party should there be like a restriction but you know at weddings you shouldn't really be playing songs about cheating but at my engagement party I don't give a damn <laughs> like. If it's good R and B, I want to hear it. So I want to hear "Still okay. Your Best," "Give You On." Uh, I want to hear um, the song "Charlieville" by uh, Snow Allegra is not a, a song about a good relationship, but it's it sounds good. So yeah, um, back to Janet real quick though. So uh, my fiance had never seen Poetic Justice, so we watched it uh, Friday, and <laughs> the first thing she was like, saying, she was like. Um, this is why I don't watch movies like this because I can't relate to this. And I was like, I, I feel you. And and then uh, when the movie ended, she was like, so why is this a classic movie again? And I was like, I think it's just because it's Tupac and Janet, but the story and the acting is kind of all over the place. But the real thing I was thinking is that this movie was hella misogynistic. Oh, my God. And um, I don't know... I just I'm glad we're we have evolved as a culture and there's certain things we don't tolerate anymore because that there's some wild shit going on in that movie. And just like um when uh Aisha and um her man was fighting and Tupac was like that that's their problem. He didn't really right. jump in yeah. until Janet got involved, whatever. Also I made a connection to Boys in the Hood because when she when she said uh, I'm gonna have Dookie and uh, Monster 
uh, shoot your ass. Those are the characters in Boys in the Hood, and I never caught that after all these years. Little Easter egg. But uh, shout out to Janet. Uh, shout out to Poetic Justice. I still enjoy the movie. I don't understand. I don't understand when they, um, well, how she got, how she maintained that house in L.A. Because all she did was do hair. I know the house was given to her, but was it paid off? You asking too them. many questions. <laughs> I just want the movie. I just want the story to be consistent. Um, where are we on this list? The joy of cinema. Um, brand building. You wanted to talk about this. Yes, and this is kind of like a learning lesson for me because I'm brand new in the grand scheme of things. And I'm also like, I came into this in COVID. So my experience, partially because of myself, because I don't want to get COVID even though I got it. That's another story. Anyways. To protect myself, I haven't taken on gigs that I've, like, been questionable about. Like, are they going to, you know, socially distance? Are they, is there actually enough space? Is it kind of a nutcase venue? And they're just going to, like, stack it like sardines? Like, all of that. So, some things I've been very intentional about in regards to, like, the gigs that I take. But I still want to continue to, like, build my brand. And so, ironically, this also came up today, like, right after I told you that I wanted to talk about this. I saw an Instagram ad for a DJ that I follow. And it was, like, not just, like, a post from him, but, like, a push-style ad. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I'm not sure if I would necessarily do that. But as an option, you know, social media, but also how else do you build your brand and, like, creating your the face that you're putting out and the reputation you want to have so this is a i feel like you ever heard the earn your leisure podcast all they talk about is like stuff like this like marketing like they had um 85 south show on there and they're talking about how, how they built it up to the empire it is now but this is definitely a great topic and this is probably the most valuable part of this podcast so far that anybody listening is going to get out. Because I'm about to tell you all the stuff I've learned over all the years. And all this stuff 100% works. First of all, it's really about... Um, I also took a branding and marketing class uh, when I was in college cause, uh, for graphic design. Because not only did they teach us how to design, but how to market yourself as well. So what I learned is um, a, a couple of things. One... The reason you have a logo is not to be cute. It's about a repetition and recognition. Mm-hmm. Just like the Nike logo, when you see it somewhere or you see it on an item, you have expectations that come with it. The same thing with your logo. Um, so that's why it should be unique, but it ain't got to be a turntable and a mic and, a, and a, a tone arm and a needle and records and all that. It has got to be a unique representation of yourself, and you got to put it on everything that you do. That's why you have it. Put it on business cards. You hand out business cards. It's about repetition. Same thing with social media. Um, part of the reason why I'm kind of like doing this podcast and forcing y'all to be on it <laughs> is because it's about repetition. If people hear, like the more more stuff you put in front of them, uh, as far as you DJing, uh, the more they'll remember when it's time to uh, to book a DJ. They're like, what DJs do I know? And then the ones that have uh, a lasting memory of that person are, you know, I actually learned this from um, uh, a couple of years ago. We did a event for Pepsi, Pepsi Music Factory at uh, Bluestone. 
and it was uh, they booked St. John. This is before, before St. John was what he is now, uh, uh, Carnage EDM DJ, and they had us do the silent disco. And they gave uh, the company that booked me all this money to basically put this event on, and it was a free event. And so I'm thinking, like, how does this make sense? And the, the, the reason why it makes sense is because everywhere you look, there's a Pepsi logo. So then when you go to the store and when you're thirsty, what are you going to think about? Pepsi. It's the same thing for DJing. Like, this is all marketing and branding. Like, uh, this is why I do all that content on social media. I can't tell you. Well, I guess I can't tell you. I, I probably booked, like, four or five weddings strictly off my reels, off of nothing else. Um, I, and this is also why it's brand recognition. I, I was DJing a wedding. This lady um, who who's getting married in Puerto Rico was trying to fire her DJ and book me. Only reason I didn't go because uh, I had to go to Vegas that weekend. But um, so I made her a mix um, and charged like $50, $75. It was like a two-hour mix. She played it at her wedding. And somebody hit me up to, uh, last night and said, oh, you was referred to me by so-and-so. I need you to do my wedding. And, uh, and I told no, you were, excuse me, you were highly recommended by this person <laughs> to do my wedding. I was like, the fuck is that? So I had to go on Facebook. I'm like, I don't even know. It was the lady's husband. Oh, wow. So it's all about leaving a lasting impression. And like the, the reels, like, if I if I want to know what kind of music you DJ, like, you can make me a mix. I can listen to a 30-minute 30, a 30 mix or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I could just not ask you. Go to your social media, look at your reels, and see, oh, this stuff, that, that, that's what you play. Or not, because you don't have any content up. That, that's the point. Marketing on social media. And like you said about ads, I actually just started doing that. Because I noticed when I was going through stories, I kept getting ads for DJs in different cities. I'm like, why is this person on my feed? And I was like, well, well let me do this. And so I boosted one of my posts. Uh, it was the post when I had this. It was a post from the video shoot. And because mm-hmm. my idea was, if you're going through your Instagram story and you see an Asian dude with gold teeth and with a, with a message on his shirt, you're going to stop on it. <laughs> and, once you read, and once you read what it is, you're going to click on the profile, and then you're going to see my reels, and then it all works out. So I say all that to say, um, when you have opportunities, make the most of them. Um, put your brand out there. Put it in front of as many people as possible. That means also utilizing Facebook. I like, if it wasn't for DJing, I wouldn't be on Facebook at all. But I only am on DJ. I'm only on Facebook because... A lot of the world uses Facebook more so than Twitter and Instagram, at least in my opinion. I'm sure there might be a number out there that's different. Um, that's why content, consistent content is important. And make sure it's content directed at what you want to do or, or what you're trying to sell people. Because somebody fake cussed me out because they followed me on Twitch and they thought I was DJing. And I was playing video games. They was like, I ain't coming to watch you play Call of Duty. I thought you was DJing. Pick so, <laughs> yeah. So it's like. You got to have focused content that's going to leave a lasting impression and then be uh, have repetition with it. That That's why, and then you'll get to the point where, you know, right now when you're first starting out, I think we all have our, our friends and um, they want to support us. They want to see us win. I don't even ask my friends to come on events no more because I'm not trying to sell it to them. I got all these strangers I don't know that, that, that know DJ Burn and know the brand. Oh, merch too. Uh, my first set of merch... The, uh, it was the 8-bit heart with the burn next to it. Mm-hmm. I gave it away for free. I, I I knew a bunch of good-looking women. I gave them shirts. I, was like, I took a picture of my shirt. I posted um, on social media, and I made a mixtape around it. And 
to this day, people will tell me like they wore their shirt to the grocery store and somebody said they liked it. Um, and merch is just really about merch isn't about making money for me. Merch is about uh, brand visibility. Right. So if, if I give you a shirt and you wear it to the grocery store, somebody going to see it and be like, oh, I, th- I think I saw him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then, and there you go. Somebody at work, somebody at work hit me on the side and the Slack was like, oh, I, uh, somebody just shared on, on, on their Instagram story your, uh, your, your reel from Christmas with the Mariah Carey. I'm like, oh, sweet. Keep sharing it. Run it up. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to make something happen. So. If you want to build a brand, uh, you definitely need to make content, and it's all about repetition and integrity in the brand too is important. That's why you got to perform when you do have opportunities. Um, record your if if you don't want to sit at home and record yourself DJing, you got a gig on Friday. Set your camera up then, and or record your set. And and in this age, it ain't got like I said, uh, a thirty minute mix is cool. Ain't nobody really gonna listen to that. Uh, 60 seconds of a good ass transition is all you need for social media to go crazy. So definitely do that. Um, and yeah, go from there. So one question about that is you talked about like all of these different platforms, plus you have a website. So how do you, or at what point did you determine, like, I'm going to invest in this, like I'm going to put the time in to, you know, make this logo look exactly what I want it to look like. I'm going to, you know, buy the domain name. I'm going to buy a camera to, like, shoot high-quality videos. Like, how do you determine when to take that next step? Um, I mean, it's really, I bought the website to host the podcast because mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to put my own mixes out and I host them somewhere. And then now that the website's still standing, it's just a, uh, another avenue to reach me. I also don't like, I don't like booking somebody if they have a business and you got a Gmail address. I'm like, that don't seem like, like anybody can make a Gmail. So that's why I like to have mail at djburn.com. You know, I pay for that domain. That's me. Um, but I, I would say it's, t- it's time to make the investment when you want your career to go further. Like it, it's going to go as far as you want it. Prime example. Um, I bought this camera, uh, it was $900 cause I felt like if I wanted my content to look crispy and, um, if I wanted it to be something that I would watch, then I need to put the investment in it. And, um, and then I thought to myself, like, this is probably two or three DJ gigs and I have it right back. So, but I'm determined to get those gigs. So it's all about, you know, investing in yourself. Orange Soda, the first Orange Soda was an investment in myself. I, I looked at it as a three-hour commercial. Like, if I can't DJ nowhere, you're going to come here for free. You bring your own liquor, so you ain't spending no money. I put the money up to to get the venue, and I already got speakers. So you're just going to, like, it's a three-hour commercial. And then hopefully you hear me DJ, it sounds good, and then you book me for something else. And that's exactly what happened. People booked me off Orange Soda. I mean, now it's a little bit, you know, different, a little bigger. But people book me off orange soda just based on that. And, you know, some people will try to pay you an exposure, which is a never DJ for free unless it's a nonprofit and they're not getting paid. But even then, like I did um, uh, all the nonprofit events I've done, I make sure I got the business cards on me. So if you want to reach out to me when there's money to be made, 
um, I'm going to do that. So when it comes to investments, um, invest what you can, but you got to ask yourself, like, if you're going to spend some money on something, um, are you going to make it worthwhile? Mm -hmm. Or if you're not willing to spend some money on something, do you really want to do this? Right. Because you spend money, you people in general spend money on stuff all the time that don't won't turn no profit or or, or, or just pleasure, you know. Yeah. So why not invest in yourself if it's what you really want to do? Um, definitely get an LLC though, because um, you should file taxes on all the money that you get in, cash or not, because I do. <laughs> um, the, the smile. <laughs> But um, yeah, uh, a, a LLC and an EIN is very important. That way, and, and then LLC, get the EIN to get the LLC to file taxes. Cause you know what, um, I was about to buy a, a house at one time, and I was like, "Well, all I do is DJ. I don't really, I don't know how to show proof of income." The tax return was a proof of income because if I told the IRS that I made hundred thousand dollars in cash, then I filed that with them. Then the bankers were like, oh, well, you must have really did that. So this is what we base your loan off of. Mm-hmm. Um, and having that paper trail is important because you got to show proof of income. If you want to get a business car, a business credit card, that's where the real money comes in. And you get the low interest rates, rates, and then you can buy all the equipment that you want. So definitely, I, I'm not a financial advisor. Um, I do want to say if you want some financial advice, you should listen to the uh, Epiphany podcast, Honest Conversations About Personal Finance. Shout out to Mike Barnes. Um, he knows more about money than me. I'm not a financial advisor. Invest in, uh, at your own risk, but it's definitely worth the investment. There are hella websites out there where you can get uh, four to 12 payments, no interest on DJ equipment, or you might have to put a payment down. That's another secret that nobody... Shout out to Rich Nice, because he told me that a long time ago. He, I was like... Damn, I want to get a rain mixer, but it's like fifteen hundred dollars. He's like, "Oh, just go on uh, XYZ website." I was like, "What's that?" He's like, "Oh, you can just go in there, you pay them in twelve payments." I'm like, "What?" Right. So <laughs> you break fifteen hundred down in twelve payments, it's only like one twenty. And if you can make one hundred twenty dollars a month off of DJing, then you should probably not make this a business for you. And a lot you know? of places like they have like their own internal system, but a lot of them use like Klarna, Afterpay, all of that as well. So. It's easy to do. Klarna, um, uh, affirm, because uh, Klarna give you, and Klarna's uh, four payments, no interest, but it's it's every two weeks. Affirm will give you twelve months, hmm. uh, interest or no interest. So that, that that's a more free game. Uh, yeah. Um, what other questions you have about uh, you know, making this a business, brand building? Oh, um, if you put your mixes on SoundCloud, they might get taken down. Um, <laughs> if you DJ on Twitch, unless your name is uh, D Nice, <laughs> they take that shit down. <laughs> um, so go to Mixcloud. Uh, Mixcloud is built for DJs, and you won't have any DCMA issues with them. Um, reels, reels are important, uh, and TikTok got the best algorithm. That's the only one that's the natural algorithm. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. And Facebook algorithms are fucked up, in my opinion. So, do some stuff. Um, oh, also, it's a tip for you. Mm-hmm. Unify your username across all social media. Oh, my gosh. 
So uh, there are websites out there, more free game, where you can type in the username and it'll check every social site and see if it's available. That way you ain't got to worry about, oh, I got to put an underscore on this one. I got to put a one at the end of this one. Um, there you go, more free game. But definitely uh, unify. And you might want to, depending on how you be wilding your socials or not, you might want to have a separate account for the DJing and a separate account for your personals. But then... There's benefits That's the of, hard you know, part. It's like, how do you maintain like all of these different accounts? Like, you have done it for a long time. You have like fifty thousand accounts, so like you understand how to do it. But for you know a novice like me, I that's very overwhelming to like think I, about. I think well, you you, you said uh, on last episode about this being a hobby and not like diving headfirst into it. Mm-hmm. So I respect that, but if you were to do that, like yeah. don't fret, I'd recommend, you know, changing your username and just make you make sure you balance the personal content with with DJ and music content because I think what we like about some of our favorite artists is either they're hundred percent mysterious and we don't know nothing about them, mm-hmm. or they share their lives with us and we find out ways we can relate. Right. So I, I wouldn't say you need an account just to tweet where the party at next, like <laughs> um, giving a personal side to yourself is important. This podcast is a great example, but also make sure you keep the the music and the DJ content up. Cause once again, we want to remind people you follow me and I'm tweeting, but I am a DJ when you need a DJ. Correct. So content though, video content is video content in short format, 60 seconds or less is definitely the best way because people will take the time to waste a minute watching it and then they'll either retain it or the information or they won't. Um, but it don't take nothing to shoot it and edit it. Um, everybody out there, um, if you're a DJ, you probably got an Apple laptop, so you probably got iMovie for free. Shoot something on your phone, throw it on the computer, um, put a title on it or edit it. Or not, just upload it straight there, uh, straight to whatever social site and get busy. Which is what I'm about to do with these TikToks. <laughs> these little dances. Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. I told Malcolm, I'm like, you ain't gonna catch me Tusi sliding on no social media unless uh unless I get a check off it. So if you ever see me on there doing the savage dance or whatever, or whatever I don't know what the new one is. Um just now I got paid to do it. <laughs> um but yeah, any other topics you wanna cover? No, I think that was very helpful. All right, well, next week we got a special guest. Um, I haven't really confirmed her. She ain't doing nothing. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about a lot of things, corporate events, um, and why you should move out of Columbus if you want to make it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, before we go, free game. Uh, I just did this today. I mean, earlier this week, um, updating your computer and your equipment software. So when new operating systems come out for the Mac, uh, um, for the Apple computers, usually Serato or whatever you use is not compatible. So you don't want to upgrade your operating system. You can update the current one. So if you're on Sierra, whatever, Mojave, whatever, you can update it, but don't move to the next one. Or you'll find out you install it, you plug your stuff in, and it doesn't work. And you're definitely going to no find that lights, out. No lights. There's no <laughs> nothing. 
And you ain't gonna find that out at home. Oh no, you're gonna find it out when you're at the gig and you plug in for the first time. So definitely up, uh, update your computer when you get the email from Serato or whatever program you use tell you it's okay. Um, but also keep a backup because a lot of people don't know this is that if your backup's on the old operating system and you have a problem with the new operating system, you can erase it and go back to the old operating system. Free game. Um, but more importantly, uh, these mixers and all this computer, we, all this stuff we use that hooked to the computer, they have software as well. So I just had to update the firmware in my, in my turntable mixer, the Pioneer DGM S9, because it was old and the, the, the audio output kept dropping out, but the mixer will work fine. So oh, is that what happened at the, uh, gig? Yes. Mm. What gig was you at when that happened? What? Were you there? No, you told me about it. Oh, yeah. Let me stop doing that. You can hear it on the mic. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. And I just realized, I, I thought it was my computer because, you know, I'm looking for any reason to buy a new computer. Um, but it, it was the, the mixture needed a firmware update. Our controllers have uh, firmware as well. But unless you're having a problem, there's no reason to update it. But just keep that in mind. If something's not working, it's very important to know how to troubleshoot. And I'd also recommend um, if you don't know anything about technology or your equipment, to get on Reddit, the same way you can find how to do something on YouTube, you can find somebody on Reddit that's had the same problem as you. I just found it out earlier because I was trying to fix some AirPods. So Reddit is a great resource, especially for DJs. There's an ODJ subreddit, and they have great information in there. How to get a gig is not in there. <laughs> um, the short version of how to get a gig is just uh, building relationships. You build relationships by being genuine, um, and that will be a longer episode how to get gigs um, or be Greek. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, nah, oh know. my gosh. End this now. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Huh? <laughs> Cause you know, it's true. Now I'm playing. Um, but that's it. Uh, we're about to get out of here. Uh, once again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, hit us up on social media at DJ underscore B E R N at Lex choir. L-E-X-Q-U-I-R-E. Yes. Ain't no underscore at the end? Uh, on one of them. On see. my Instagram. Inconsistency. I don't have to say mine's once because it's the oh, same everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Don't, don't do this because yours was a whole bunch of letters at one point. And, you know, people kept – and see, this is what I learned because people kept tagging my DJ Burn Gaming Instagram because they couldn't find Anyang Burn because nobody would know what the fuck that meant. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Um, I put something on my Instagram, uh, what questions do you have for a DJ, so we can maybe have a question and answer segment here. But people be shy. like this. Oh, are we um, talking about what is coming? Oh, yeah. No, not yet. Oh, JK, cliffhanger. Come back next um, week. <laughs> I'm waiting for that the establishment to i mean we're locked in but i'm waiting for them to start promoting it first gotcha okay but you will be able to see the three of us at a hopefully reoccurring monthly event as long as y'all come to the first one um soon very soon and you get the vibes but uh that's it uh you know thanks for tuning in uh we'll see you next week